Hello, so welcome to episode number 66 of The Space In Between. And today we're going to dive in a little deeper waters of joy um, and why it is so very important to choose joy in this day. Um, so but before we do, a couple of things happening in Nomadland. I will be leaving for Bali tomorrow and I'm taking a nice little tribe of nomads with me (laughs) for our retreat uh, beyond ritual in Bali. So yeah, there's actually one, maybe two spots available um, for the seven day part of our retreat, March 1st through the 7th. So if you're somehow listening to this and you're listening to the podcast about choosing joy and you're like, what the hell? Come. Uh, Yeah, we might be able to squeeze you in. Uh, But yeah, and if you didn't get to join us in Bali, guess what? We have another retreat coming up and I'm going to be making a really more formal announcement once I get back. But if you want to put it on your calendar, we're going to Mexico, um, the Riviera Maya. So it's outside of Tulum in October, October 23rd through 29th. I'll have more details up at the Nomad website um, in the next week or two, but if you wanna start to um, manifest that for yourself, put that on your little calendar. Uh, and what's happening in the, um, coming up sooner in um, Nomadland is I'll be leading my uh, online course, Movement 109, Who Are You Becoming? That will start up again March 30th, and it's a six-week online course series. We do um, uh, weekly calls, so we do a talk um, with the group on Mondays, and then we'll have uh, videos that will be part of that with the Movement 109 practice and journal prompts. And as you might have heard, if you listen to this podcast regularly, we aligned, um, we sometimes align it with with the, the theme that's happening there. So if you resonated with the last six weeks or so of my talks, uh, you really dove into it with us, uh, you might want to sign up for the online course and get even more out of it. And we also have a private Facebook group where the converse- conversation continues. So that's happening March 30th. You can go sign up for it right now and start your journey. Um, again, that, uh, that'll start officially in about a month, March 30th. So those are the couple things that are happening in Nomadland, and um, yeah, and more things are always in the works, <laughs> and I'll have lots more to tell you about soon. But let's uh, yeah, let's dive into joy and why it is so very important right now. I feel that I'll share a little bit more of my personal journey with joy, but I feel like where we are here right now in our world. I feel that there is no choice. You know, there is so much around us. The political climate is um, chaotic, <laughs> let's say. Uh, we have, you know, this threat of climate change and, the you know, our world, our earth is changing every single day. Um, lots, you know, to be fearful of in that department. And, you know, and now we have this mysterious virus that's, you know, causing a lot of fear for a lot of people. There's just so much out there that is constantly telling you when you pick up your phone and you look at the news, uh, you turn on the TV, right? You see the news. There's so much to fear. And why? Why do we need to be inundated with fear? Um, I think that fear keeps us at a low vibration. I think that it keeps us from living um, our possible life of joy, 
right? As I kind of mentioned a little bit in the last um, series, a podcast series of how joy is really humming underneath. Even in these harder moments, these challenging times, joy is just one breath away. And I really loved Zoe's story last week. If you listened, um, she was talking about going through a really challenging time of losing her brother and not quite knowing where she was along her path and how she found breath work and in her breath work session, how she, she discovered how, yes, she started laughing with joy and and how um, she realized that joy was really just sitting with her, and um, even amongst you know the sadness, the grief that she was experiencing. And I believe that that is true for all of us. And I know that there are hard times, and I definitely have been there where I feel like if somebody said choose joy, I just want to you know slap in the slap them in the face and be like, no, you don't get it, right? I totally understand. So if you're having a really hard time in your life right now and you're listening to me say choose joy and you just want to you know turn me off I completely understand but just see if you can sit with me a little bit longer right just a little bit longer and just let me explain where we're going with this um but yeah there's just so much fear around us and I just I love um Elizabeth Gilbert's book her big magic and she has this whole uh, chapter on fear and how uh, fear can sit in the backseat, right? We need fear. We need fear to keep us alive, right? But we don't need fear to be driving the car or in charge of what we're listening to on the radio, right? Sitting in the passenger passenger seat, you know, turning all the controls of the heat and the air conditioning and the radio. But fear can sit in the backseat and fear can see if there's a threat ahead and go, whoa, 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 slow down or turn right or whatever, right? We need fear. Fear is healthy, right? It keeps us alive. But when fear is making all of the choices, it's keeping us in a really tiny box, right? Fear, anxiety, hatred, it's all sort of keeping us in this little tiny box because we think that. If we stay in this little tiny box, we'll be safe. But that box just gets smaller and smaller and smaller, right? All of a sudden, it's not safe to go, you know, to this country, or it's not safe to go down in this neighborhood in our own, you know, city, right? Or it's not safe to speak to this person, or it's not safe to do this after a certain time. (sighs) We have so many rules just to feel safe. How can we feel safe in that little tiny box when we everything else outside is a threat? Um, so instead, what Elizabeth Gilbert talks about a lot in her book is to choose curiosity, right? What would happen if I did step outside of the box, even just a little step out and see that possibility of what's on the other side? And then if you do and you don't get, you know, hit by a car, right? Or whatever it is that you're fearing. Oh, maybe my parameters can change. Maybe I can step out a little bit further, right? So curiosity starts to take us outside of that box that we put ourselves in, that fear put us in. And so that, and then when we do that, we start to work towards experiencing more joy, right? Joy, Joy is, again, we realize, oh, joy is still humming underneath all of this. And 
I want to share a couple of scenarios to paint a picture of this. Yeah. So going back to 9-11, 9-11, I was living in New York City and I was up in the Upper West Side. So I wasn't near where um, the Trade Towers, you know, where everything happened, but it definitely hit close to home. I was by myself, you know, at the time I was living with my my then boyfriend, um, but he was traveling. He had actually just traveled, I think the day before. And so I had this long stretch of time of being by myself. And I remember that day, you know, walking, to, I was actually going to the chiropractor and walked into his office and he had a big screen TV on. And I looked at the TV and I was like, why is this man watching something like Die Hard at like nine o'clock in the morning, right? Why is this on? And then I realized that this was happening live. And, you know, he gave me the treatment and it was a very awkward awkward, confusing morning, but I made my way home and it's actually, it was a very, very beautiful day. I remember it was just, the sun was shining. It was nice and warm and you could smell autumn was, you know, around the corner. But despite that, I went home and I sat in front of the TV probably for a good week, just like everyone else did, right? Watching to see what was happening next. And I didn't even have cable. I think I even just had little rabbit ears and was trying to like, you know, get a, you know, basic channel on and watching the news just, and I was sitting in this little tiny box, scared of the world outside. And then I think it was about a week, a week later, and maybe I had gone to the grocery store a couple of times, but I didn't really like do anything else. Um... But whatever it was, a couple days, a week later, I remember meeting a friend and we went to, you know, Central Park. I lived near Central Park and we just sat there and, you know, we could smell the smoke in the air because the World Trade Center was still on fire. We could still smell it all the way up to the Upper West Side and it was still heavy in our hearts. But we looked around and I just remember seeing dogs playing in the park and children laughing and they didn't know any better. They didn't know that there was this, you know, possible threat of something else happening or this devastation that did happen. You know, maybe they're, you know, the children, the the mom had shared a little bit with them, but they still wanted to play. They still wanted to, you know, be silly and be kids. And it reminded me that, you know, yes, joy is still here. Um, And it's not that we're going to push away what what had happened or what could happen away, right? Ignore that. But we also have to remember that um, there is still life all around us. And that also reminded me when I was I was dating um, a naval officer a few years ago and uh, he was deployed to Iraq. And actually when he was doing time in Iraq, he had been um, asked to come and um, be part of the Marines. And so he was on the grounds and one of his jobs was to take pictures. Um, I guess I don't exactly know the, the reason why, but, um, but he had, he showed me a few of these pictures of children, you know, here he was, you know, walking the streets in Iraq and, um, you know, bombs going off steps away. Um, but he was taking all these beautiful pictures of little girls in their dresses. (laughs) 
and they were always dressed for a party and they were always smiling. And he had said that, you know, the only stores that were really open, you know, everything was sort of boarded up, but were, you know, grocery stores and these little, little kids stores that were selling dresses. And they had this feeling that, yes, you know, you know, celebrate every moment, celebrate every possible moment um, as if it were your last, because it really could well be. And that stuck with me, you know, seeing these little girls with their big smiling faces, you know, they were getting a picture taken by, you know, um, somebody who is, you know, a, a man and dressed in a uniform, right, you know, protecting them to a certain extent. But yes, they could have been very scared of him. Um, they, he didn't look like them, right? They were foreign. They didn't, they didn't know, you know, they didn't know who he was, if he was the enemy or, or what he was, right? But they were still smiling in his camera and still wearing their little outfits, you know, their beautiful pink dresses and, and playing in the streets as if, again, they didn't know if it would be their last day or forever. <sighs> that sits with me. So why do we sit here and we look at the news and we we fear, you know, putting ourselves out there, right? Traveling to around the world to a place that yes, you may or may get sick. But what if you didn't? What if you experienced a heart-opening, life-changing experience, right? Made connections, see a world, see that the world is actually not that scary. Um you know, I am kind of in a weird space in my own life here right now, um, you know, as I've been sharing uh, about how I'm making a huge leap, you know, and I really don't know where I'm going, but I just am feeling called. I have been getting messages in various ways for the past at least year or so to make a big change in my life. So yes, in April, end of, um, end of April, early May, I'll be leaving the Hudson Valley. Maybe for a month, maybe forever. I don't know, but I do know that it's time to put myself out there. I could definitely stay in the Hudson Valley and live a life that, yeah, I have joy. Um, I'm not putting myself, you know, I wouldn't be putting myself in a box of fear, but to a certain extent, yes. If I just said, oh, I'm happy enough here. Um, you know, I don't know what's out there. I'm scared of, you know, of failing. And maybe if I go out there, I might have to come back with my tail between my legs. Who cares? <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe I go out there and I go to a few places and I realize, oh, the Hudson Valley is my home. Even better, right? Even better to realize and have that confirmation. But if I don't and I stay in this little box of fear and go, oh, well, you know, I'm safe here. I'm safe enough. I know I'll have a ha happy enough life. Um, I'll just stay here and not do the expansion, not to be of service in the way that I feel that it, I'm being called to do. Um, yeah, I'm doing not just a disservice to myself, but to the disservice to others that could potentially I could be um, holding space for. So... I'm going there. I'm going for the sleep. Yes, I don't really have a destination. Yes, I have somewhat of a plan. <laughs> my grandmother's listening going, oh my goodness, what is she going to be doing? Yeah, uh, I know grandma. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel that it's necessary for myself to grow as a human being 
and to help others and to serve others and to bring what it is that I want that needs to be born within me that I feel in my bones that you know this podcast is is helping people and I want to reach more people outside of our area and I feel that movement 109 this movement practice of really experiencing our bodies understanding the stories that we're holding in our bodies and how that also sometimes keep us keeps us captive and how we can release those energies that are no longer serving us those stories that of um, of our past that are no longer serving us how we can free them through movement through joy of of movement um and i i feel that moving away from where i am here right now in this space this community um is is the most important next step so i'm doing it <laughs> i'm doing it and i'm choosing joy for others too not just for myself but that possible joy of people experiencing joy in their bodies um i'm doing it for you all too and I'm also kind of in a, I got some interesting news and this is why I'm releasing this. If you religiously listen to this podcast at like 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when we usually release it, I'm releasing it a bit late because I, you know, I had plans to record it yesterday and then release it on time. But um, I got some news yesterday and I'll be fine. But, um, you know, it kind of threw a little curveball in my little life plan um, just that I have to have surgery uh, when I get back from Bali and it's it's going to be fine. It's something that my mom had to have done and um, I think my aunt said she shared with me yesterday too that she also had to have this done. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm definitely scared in that, you know, never have done general anesthesia. What the hell will that feel like? Um, you know, what when they go inside of my body will they find something else or will this thing that they did find is that going to be you know there's so many ways that i can look at this and be scared but will i go to bali and just sit in my you know do whatever i need to do and then be scared about you know what's waiting for me on the other side when i come home for the surgery <sighs> maybe a little bit yeah i'll be honest maybe i'll do a little bit of that but I'm not going to let that rob me of my time there to experience something new, to be of service to others while I'm there, you know, to hold that space for the retreat, um, to have my own, you get my own personal experience of joy. I'm just going to continue to live my life and, and, and choose, choose the space of being curious and, and with the hope that joy is, is there holding my hand. So those are just some of the my own personal experiences and again kind of more of a global experience with that that picture of the children smiling you know in Iraq um and so I hope that that is something for you to take with you you know when you're looking at the choices that lie ahead for you and I'm not telling you to you know move away from your community or or make these huge changes that I'm about to do these are just little things that we could do right Maybe it's um, you've always been nervous about taking a, a class, you know, for whatever reason. You know, I have a couple of friends who've been taking weaving classes and pottery classes and, you know, and, and they're finding so much joy in that. Maybe there's something that you want to take, you want to learn more about, but you have this little, you know, self-esteem, you know, keeping you there and having fear holding you back in a way that, you know, you're not quite sure if 
if you'll, if you, whatever you do there, that it'll be successful or whatever it is, right? Maybe it's just that. Maybe you just try something new that is outside of your comfort zone, right? It doesn't have to be a big life change. And then just see where, where that takes you, right? Because again, as you, as curiosity takes you outside of that little box that you might've put yourself in, um, you see that your, your box can get wider and broader and more expansive. And then all of a sudden you might realize, I don't need this box at all anymore. I can be free. (laughs) I can make lots of choices and find joy on the other side of it. So yeah choose joy. As I shared with you last year, my mantra last year for 2019 was uh, move with joy. And I think I continue that in a lot of ways, right? To, to find this importance of joy, to move with it, to um, play with it, to be easy with yourself in it and, um, and see what happens. And uh, next week we'll have, while I'm over in Bali, we'll have an interview with one of my mentors, friends, uh, Jillian Pransky. And I'm really excited to share her journey with you all next week. And she, we kind of reflect a little bit about my journey and we talk about this, you know, um, our radiance. Yeah. Um, When we choose fear, um, we're dimming our light. We're dimming our inner, our inner radiance. And I don't think that's what we're supposed to do, my friends. I think we are supposed to shine as brightly as we can um, for the sake of it, to shine for others. So continue to shine. Continue to do not dim your light for fear. Turn it up. Enjoy it. Enjoy it for others. Enjoy yourself. You know, shine it out. All right. That's it. That's all I have to say. Go dive in. Go play. I will share with you more another time.